Yo, 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 it's your boy Uncle Cooley. Welcome back to the Toaster Podcast. And if you don't know what that means, that means to open a sincere transformation upon people. And it's episode six, and we're going to be talking about the selfish balance. But before I start, we have a special guest. It's my boy Isaiah. I've known Isaiah for three years. He showed me so much growth, and I'm so happy for him. And I had to start the year off with this guy. Oh yeah, oh, <sighs> I feel I feel special. Yes, sir. Thank you, I, yo. Yes, first sir. of all, I'm honored to be your very first guest on your own podcast. Well, you know what? Truth be told, thank you, because I'm I'm I felt honored when I met you, man. You thank you you're a special oh. guy. And you you definitely helped me grow in ways that you don't even know. And you also helped me grow. I, I'm really grateful for that. I discovered you. No, see, see you're going too far. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing too much. I don't got time. He's you know doing too much. Doing but, too much. All right, all right, bro. But um, I definitely want to talk about the steps that um I definitely saw you grow. Um, I remember the first time I met you, you were going through uh, a phase whereas you were kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and this topic I want to talk about being selfish. So did you like during that time from twenty? I want to say twenty eighteen. Yeah, about twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Did you find a selfish balance, like a a, a a type of balance, whereas you can be selfish to help yourself grow? Like, did you put anybody else before your growth? Talk well, about well, like before before like you know uh, twenty eighteen. I wasn't. I was trying to help everybody that I can. And like around like um, when I started to really find myself, that's when I became selfish. Like I didn't really care about anyone's opinion. I didn't care about what anyone else was doing. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. So and before that, I was putting people ahead of myself. You know, let's let's do this for them because this is something that's important to them. Like, no, what about me? What about what I want to do? And when I got there, I started to lose friends. I started to lose people around me because they started to notice I'm not being who I used to be. I'm, I'm growing. Okay, okay, and I, I definitely want to talk about that a little more, so let's just stay here. Um, I know a lot of millennials and a lot of people our age and before, like, you know, a high, during the high school years, people get their heart broken all the time, mm-hmm. and do you feel as though that that kind of motivated you to want to discover yourself in the sense of, like, you know, increase your self-worth? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I think, like, heartbreak is definitely one of the strongest motivators. I mean, I was definitely heartbroken around that time, so... But I, first of all, I got a great lady right now. Yes, I got a great lady right now. But yeah, heartbreak definitely motivated me. Like when uh, I met you, like I started to get in the gym more. My body started to change. Um, I started meeting different people, much more motivated in my work. So heartbreak, honestly, a lot of people, it's, it's the one of the worst things to go through in the, in the world. But it's one of the best motivators at the same time. How do you feel as though, like when you say you were then, you know, you had to lose people and mm-hmm. people left your life when you weren't putting them first before you. Speak on that a little bit. Like, do you feel as though that they were your real friends? Oh, no, no, for sure. Mm-mm, no, they were not my real friends at all. Because if if you get offended, if you get upset for the fact that I'm trying to better myself or I can't uh, hang out with you today or I can't drive you somewhere, then you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. You should understand that I am trying to do this to better myself, better my life, better my future. And if you can't understand that, then you need to move out the way. Simple. Oh, okay. What about family members? I know that a lot of people like, you know, all because we blood, that doesn't mean anything. I don't define family by, you know, being related. Mm-hmm. Like I have close friends that I consider family. Right. So let me, let's just speak on this. Like, how did you feel when you felt as though that family members start disrespecting you in the way, looking at you and the way that they can look you, look at you at five years ago? I think that um, family is everything. We all know that family is everything. It's gonna they're gonna be there at the end of the day, but at the same time, you're your own person. 
Like you, if somebody disrespect you, even if they are blood, like you got to separate yourself. A lot of my family members I don't talk to or I don't really deal with because I don't have time for them. So um, family can disrespect you and they do disrespect you. And I think when that happens, you need to just go your own way at that point. Okay. What about, all right, let's just speak on this. What about the family members that don't disrespect you? They support you a hundred percent, but they are on the wrong path. Like what are some t- actions you take or do you distance yourself? Do you try to encourage and inspire them to do the right thing? See, like I, I had to learn sort of like in a hard way, like when someone is on the wrong path, but they are supporting you, of course, support them, but support them in a positive way to make sure they get back on their own path as well. But if they continue to be on that wrong path, they're just going to bring you down. So and it's sad that you may have to distance yourself in order for yourself to grow. But that's what we're, that's what this uh, episode is about being selfish you need to be selfish with yourself like you need to separate yourself and try to try as hard as you can to get them on the right path but if they don't want to go there's nothing much you can do so when is the cutoff like when do you say to yourself and when do you come to the conclusion whereas you know what i can't really mess with this person anymore whether as a family member or whether that's a close friend or you know a significant other like what is something that they either have to do or say or do for you to be like you know what that's it I think when they be when they start to become toxic and when they start to like when they uh, are around me, my energy is low. I don't want to do anything. I just feel dead. Like I don't I, I got to cut that off because I'm just, you know me. I'm such a positive person. I can't have that around me. So like what's what's your cutoff, though? I'm really interested in what your cutoff is. Um, Truth be told, mine is definitely when I, I mean, I don't I try not to knock anybody hustle. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very selfish when it comes to my my grind. Like I would do anything it takes for to support my family. Um, But after all, when 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 you start getting into things that would danger my family mm-hmm. and my close friends, for an example, when you start getting into drugs or when you start, you know, getting into robberies and things of that nature where you're just making impulsive decisions. It comes to the conclusion, whereas you have to back out because you can't surround yourself with negative energy. I'm, I'm big on meditating. I'm big on spirituality mm-hmm. and I'm big on just my inner divine. So I feel as though when you do things such as that and you bring that around me, that may rub off on me mm-hmm. like subconsciously. You know what I'm saying? I may start speaking different. I may start acting different. I may just start lashing out just because the energy. You right. know what I'm saying? Energy, what you say? You always tell me that energy can be. Energy uh, can only be created, not destroyed. Never. So just imagine why people go their entire lives and just say that, you know, the best thing you can do in life is to give back through knowledge. Mm-hmm. So we're having this conversation. This will last forever. Right. So people can listen to this in 2050. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, like I'm saying to you, it's like, that's the cutoff for me. Um, but like, have you ever had a situation whereas you had to like cut people off because of like drugs or they, they, they just became so negative. I, uh, I used to have one of, uh, one of my good friends back in the day. Like we, I don't really talk to him no more cause he, the lifestyle that he chose, um, he started to, you know, come at my success, my, my family, after my family took care of him in certain, in a lot of ways, he started to get very jealous. He started to envy me. And I saw that, but before I saw that, my grandma saw it. She said, his energy is off. He's very negative. You need to distance yourself. And I started to see it, and I'm just like, it's sad because, you know, I, I took you in, he's just my brother. I, you know, I, gave, I, I fed you. Uh, you know, we went places, we did all things, all kinds of things together. And after a while, as, as I started to get over, I'm like, man, I'm going my way, you're going your way. It ended up in, like, 
a physical altercation. But mm. after that, we just I just never really spoke to him again. Never, never gave him the time of day. Okay, okay. Um, what would you say is the best thing to do when your family doesn't support you to the fullest? Ooh, that's hard. That's deep. Or like, for an example, like like you just said, like you know, sometimes it doesn't even have to be what they're doing. Sometimes it just could be be all you. Mm. Whereas you want to take the step to. Oh, I want, you know, your family members may, you know, you're so good at medical, medical stuff, or you're so good at singing, or you're so good at doing such and such, but that's not really your passion. Mm-hmm. So was it anything that you want to do on, in life that you haven't done because of living in fear, what your family members were going to think, what your close friends were going to think, or your significant other, any, anybody? Um, I would say like, I definitely wanted to like travel and like go different places but i feel as though i couldn't do that because i have family at home i also have a girl at home so those are the things that like i can't do right now Mm -hmm. because people rely on me and rely on my personality rely on my company so that's something i really wanted to do but i feel as though once i graduate i can do that for sure for sure i I mean once you graduate it it opens up a whole new door it gives you more freedom Mm -hmm. and i i strongly encourage anyone that have a dream to do something is to put your foot on the gas right after you graduate because now you're not worrying about assignments Mm -hmm. you're not worrying about certain things that you really don't have to do i mean yeah of course you're gonna have to support yourself to survive but it's many ways to do that and like i said i i encourage anyone to travel you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying or i encourage anyone to do whatever they desire to do like excuse my language but fuck working for someone that you hate especially like we millennials like i'm 25 you're 22 Two, yeah you turned 23 this year yeah um how you looking at like let me ask you this do you look at the age as percentage like do you when you turn 23 would do you say okay i'm 23 percent done with my life no i look at it as like you you just growing and living you just living every day i'm 23 now that's all like I just gotta live my life how I want to live it. Like mm-hmm. you just, we we grow every year. We we age and we grow. That's all. Like I don't look at it as like I'm twenty three percent done. That's, it's, I don't look at it like that. You know what's crazy? What I do. I know you do. You say when you turn uh twenty five, right? I turn twenty five in October. When you turn twenty five, I know you're gonna be like I'm twenty five percent down my life. I'm like nah, I don't look at it like that. Yeah, that's good. I don't. Look at, I, don't I don't. Yeah, you got to. But like when you fifty, you gonna be like I'm fifty percent done. No, you're not. No, nah, you're not. You're not fifty. <laughs> Kind of young nowadays, I, yeah. So you know, yeah. I, I don't look at it like that. I don't like looking at it like that, to be honest. Yeah, that's good. Keep that head on your shoulders. I just try to make sure that I can do as much as possible in one lifetime, mm-hmm. um, before my life is over with. I think that we forget that, like, as millennials, there's definitely a lot of pros to be millennials, but there are a lot of cons. We forget, like, we're only in our twenties right mm-hmm. now. We have so much time left, but it's so many other people that are our age that are getting this money or doing these things right now that we want to do. And we just want to get there and, and, and rush and get there. I feel like so we we take our time and we not be so, uh, I don't know, what's the, we we not be so trying to rush to get there. We will we will get there in time. We will get there the right way as well. And I hate to say it, brother, but I know a lot of millennials, especially you know, especially with the upcoming generation, we compare ourselves to a lot of people mm-hmm. on social media, and then you know that can be very unhealthy. Um, you know, I've spoken to my last podcast about Know Yourself, episode two. Mm. I read in the book that it's crazy how some people would make their satisfaction or happiness delayed because they'll say to themselves, well, 
I don't have clear skin as of right now, so I can't be happy. Once I get clear skin, I'll be happy. Or once I gain some muscle or lose weight, I'll mm-hmm. become happy. And you really can't live life like that. You can't. Like when I when I was, I look a little a little weight right now. But when you first met bro, me, you look good, bro. I look good. But <laughs> <laughs> but when you met me, I was like skinny. Like everybody I met always told me I was skinny, but I still love myself. I wasn't. I wasn't like. I mean, you could see my ribs. That's how skinny I was. Like I didn't really care, but now I'm. I feel much better. But bro, before I love myself, though, bro, let me tell y'all a story. Oh, let God. me tell you how. When I first met this guy, two weeks later, we go to the cafeteria. It's called the Cub. We we go to Cookstown University. This man went right oh my God. and got like two chicken nuggets, and I can count on two hands the number of fries he got on his plate. Count them. It was probably like seven, and then you probably got like two orange slices. But as of right now, yeah, bro, I'm I'm pretty sure. See, this is how I know he capping because I don't eat orange slices from Cub. You know what? Okay. It was some apple slices. Let okay, me be, that, 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 that sounds, sounds like me. Better, right? That sounds like me. So let me tell you how it's all about the growth with me. Mm-hmm. To see you eat two chicken nuggets and seven <laughs> fries. <laughs> and two apple slices. <laughs> to eating so much better, like drinking smoothies every, damn near every, every for day. the most part every day. Mm-hmm. Or drinking a lot more water or trying to focus on your divine and, and reading mm-hmm. because you know that. The mind is infinite. I don't know if you knew back then. Like I, I he, he's not lying. I did eat like two chicken nuggets and some fries, and I was full. Like I just was. <laughs> we could laugh about it now, but back then I was kind of going through a lot in my head. For real? <laughs> yeah, mentally I was. It, I was like, uh, I would say like I was kind of depressed because like I just mm. I just didn't have an appetite. So you know we can laugh about it now, but back then I was really going through it so hanging out with you lloyd you know nah wrong everybody that i hung out with my friends they brought good energy to me so that's why i kind of surrounded myself with you guys because i didn't want to be in that place mm. that's why I didn't, I didn't have an appetite to be honest for real i didn't but i do now what made you go to that state like the depressed state mm-hmm. it's uh i don't know like i think i think it was probably seasonal depression you, you ever heard of that yeah it's like when the seasons change you get depressed whatever um, I'm not sure though. I just sometimes we just all get hit with depression at times, and you need good people around you to get you out of it. That's all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't really have an appetite. Not more so back then. Not not now though. So what seasons make you depressed more than others? Like because I, mean, I know- honestly, when the sun go down too quick, I be getting mad as hell. Real like, shit. Yeah, I love like that, bro. Why when the sun go down at like four o'clock? I'm mad as shit. In my opinion, that's when you got to get everything done. The day go by like this. I know, so it's like it. you got to take advantage of that time. No, I like I like I like when the sun is out longer, like because we got longer days, we could do more. Because when the sun is out, it's proven fact that people are happier. Okay, so, so what is your favorite season? Fall. I mean, I was born in the fall, so. So what is your least favorite season? Probably winter. So that's when you really go through the motions. Yeah. Okay. So I know you. I know you. Like I said, for three years, and I know how much Drake been an inspiration for you to mm. get has previous relationships with friendships and family and significant others how much has he impacted your life like i want you to elaborate on how much drake lyrics really influenced you to do and be and elevate your your divine well if you don't know but most of my friends know that i'm a huge huge drake fan certified lover boy coming out in january but anyway oh, okay. free, i gotta support su- i gotta support drake free come promo, on drake. but um uh back in 
when he dropped Take Care. I didn't really know about him. My cousin Alexis actually put me on him. And I'm listening to his album, Marvin's Room, was my favorite song. And I was going through some kind of little childhood heartbreak, whatever. So his his lyrics from that song, Headlines, Take Care, and then uh, Nothing Was The Same, Tuscan Leather, all of those songs, like, just motivated me. Like, because he was just saying, like, he never really fit in. And it's like, I, it, it kind of sounded like me because I didn't, I felt as I didn't really fit in a lot too when I was younger. Like even with my own friend group, I felt like I didn't fit in. We're in school, mm-hmm. even in my own family, I felt, I felt like I didn't fit in. So now that, now that I know that someone else who's uh, not, he didn't come from the same background as me, but someone else who I like, who I, who is my inspiration felt the same way as me, then I, I felt a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree. Somebody that been, I mean, you know, I go through uh, phrase, phases, um, when I was in high school, uh, somebody that was a big inspiration for me was definitely somebody named J. Cole. Okay. Um, just because growing up, um, a virgin and, and being insecure about that and going, you know, finally going to college was a big thing in my family. But all because you go to college, that does not mean anything. I, I think most people in my generation are aware of that, but the older generation don't. You know, they think that when some guy or some girl go to college, it's more so like, oh, they're about to come out and be a six-figure man. It's what you create. Mm-hmm. And then once I started getting into a little bit more business and, and business savvy, I became a huge, huge Nipsey Hussle fan. Yeah, R.I.P. Nipsey, man. TMC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that he motivated me to understand that it, everything is a process. Nothing comes overnight. Like, this man, you know got robbed mm-hmm. you know the the police raided his his uh entire business twice he buried his him and his brother called big sam buried six what i think a hundred thousand dollars and underground and it got molded then try to oh. clean it yeah that's what the song um young nigga is i ain't know that yeah Damn. bro just imagine that you bad as hell uh, bro what <laughs> hey man how did wait how did it get molded living. though it got molded because i guess him and his brother in that bag of rice so you uh, got worms and the dirt growing all over and types of stuff like that you know what i'm saying so you know things like that and but let me let me speak on this but tupac Definitely was a big inspiration for me. I even got my nose pierced because of him. I felt as though that, and in in the in the times like this, as a black man, most females will say that it's 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 kind of like sensitive to to share your feelings, mm-hmm. or some girls may like that, but not too much. Yeah, <laughs> not too much. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't want a, a crybaby, or mm-hmm. you don't want somebody that's overly sensitive. Or any time that you you say something to him, he's crying or he get butt hurt. Mm-hmm. So being as though that Tupac was really articulate with his words and he's able to express himself with with how he feels, made it cool for me to be myself. Right, and he he did it with a thug manner. So somebody. That inspires me right now, you know, Big Sean. Oh yeah, I know, I know. You got a whole playlist dedicated to him. Don Life, bro, Don Life, man, and um, you know, he he's helping me notice that. Listen, when you finally make it, don't forget to give back. And he definitely has in almost every way. To, well, most of the ways that I know, he has given back to his own city. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, yeah, exactly. He, even, I think he got his own date. He mm-hmm. even said it in a song. July was it July? I don't even know, bro. I forgot. We can always look it up yeah. after the show. <laughs> but um, let me just uh say this. So, growing up, you know, as a twenty-two year old, would you say balance is really, really vital for success? Uh, yeah, definitely. Balance is. 
vital for almost anything you do in life but it, it's hard to find it and it's hard to maintain balance because even like now i'm not as balanced as i would like to be um i'm i'm stretching and striving for it to be as much as uh much balance as i can in the future but i think balance like you need to have balance with like your relationships with school with working out with reading books with doing all these type of extracurricular things because if you don't one thing is going to get too much and too much of anything is toxic so mm. i feel as though balance you need balance in everything that you do in life for someone that you know knows a, a balanced lifestyle what is what, what would you visualize being a balanced person like what what do you picture when you hear someone say oh i'm a balanced man or oh, i'm a balanced mm. lady what would you say they are like what's your vision i don't see i i, I don't think i've ever met a fully balanced person mm. and i don't i don't think that i will in the next couple of years so i can't say what that looks like because i don't know what it is right now so um i think that what we strive for is like a, a pendulum like you know like, is it a pendulum or is uh, it like a what is it called me. like a libra scale Let's just use the Libra scale. The Libra scale. The Libra scale. You want it. You want it to be balanced, but you know we are Libras. So apparently, we bring balance to people's lives. I mean, we could do that, but our our lives may be out of balance as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though we try to base it off things that are not human right now. Mm-hmm. So until I meet that human being or see that human being, and I can deem that person balanced, then I'll tell you what I what, what I want it to look like. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely would say that. I just became more of a balanced listener. Okay. And I want to definitely touch on this because I feel like this is important. Do you think that you can label uh, somebody selfish with them actually being an excellent listener? Like, do you think selfish people are great listeners or do you feel as though they're more tacos? Uh, selfish people are great listeners. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, what, what would you say about that? That's a good question. Ooh. I think they are. Mm, well, I think so. It's because like if you're selfish, like wait, I don't know, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. No, they're not. They're not great listeners. I'm sorry. Let me change my answer. They're okay. not great listeners because if they were, they would divide most of their attention to that person who's talking. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're so selfish that oh, they just talk. They're just listening just to respond. That's mm. that's being very selfish in some some ways, and and especially if it's. Uh, like a topic like you know more about marketing than I do and I'm talking to you about something I just learned you're just listening to me just to respond or shoot down what I said Mm. it's kind of selfish because like I'm telling you something that I just learned and you're not trying to give me a balanced response okay in my opinion I think that uh selfish people can be different okay Um, some selfish people will try to listen to manipulate you Mm. and some people would some selfish people would try to talk over you just because they want to be heard. Mm. So it definitely depends on the type. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I would definitely say that I'm more of a talker. I like talking, but I just became a better listener because I feel as though that how can you try to persuade somebody or how could you try to you actually active listen if you if you're not listening? Like you're talking over somebody or you're just talking too much. Talking re- requires a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nowadays, you'd rather just be quiet. Yeah, I'd That's how I'd be. Quiet. I'd just be like, you know what I'm saying? All right, just listen. But um, talking does, I, th- I feel as though me, well, you and Lloyd told me that I'm a horrible listener. I agree. And I, I agree. I'm pretty sure you do. I I, and it's crazy because I reflect on it. I'm like, I'm not a bad listener. I'm like, yeah, I kind of am. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. But ever since you guys have said that, I've tried to uh, change that about mm-hmm. myself. 
um, because I want to become a, a a better listener. But that's what I'm saying about the type of friends you need. These type of friends that are not yes men around you. You know what I'm saying? You and Lloyd, even some of my friends I grew up with, they tell me what it is, and I don't get offended. You just you just being honest with me. That's all. Yeah. That and then see that action. Uh, with me taking that in, that's not being selfish. And you guys telling me that it's also not being selfish because you're telling me this for my benefit, not your own. You're okay. telling me this to benefit my life, not your own. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though you need those type of people in your life. Okay. Do you think it, it's healthy to be selfish at this age, at the age of 20? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. Why? It's definitely because I feel as though like we're about to enter the real world when I graduate. So um, right now I need to get all of the selfishness I I can right now because when I graduate all of that stuff is going to jobs or uh, family or uh, bills mm-hmm. so right now is the perfect time to be selfish with your time and who you are yes sir I, I definitely agree I think that being selfish at in your 20s is perfectly fine mm-hmm. I know like I said a lot of people the great selfish people are talked down when I, in reality it, it's, it's definitely healthy that's mm-hmm. what I'm I'm asking you like do you think it's healthy? And you said, yeah. Yeah. And in a certain, in a certain way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what are some things that you're looking forward to in the next five years? I'm looking forward to having a good career and actually, uh, extending my traits and extending my, uh, what did I put skills? Put that okay. tweet that last night, sending my skills and just building a better future for myself and my family traveling. Um, and just honestly making as much mon- money as I can. Okay, okay. Let me say this to you. I'm going to play a song for you. Okay. I'm going to play a song for you. Have I heard it before? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Who is it by? Uh, don't worry about that. Okay, all right. I probably, heard, I probably heard it before. So listen, I'm going to play this song through the Rocaster. You know how we do. Mm-hmm. And um, just enjoy the vibe. All right, bet. I was 
was in Venice hugging bitches thinking God Almighty condoms were invented cause I had a yellow bone that could have came from my the Simpsons man who claimed she never did it yeah right but under these conditions she was with it then I hopped up on that red eye when I finished I've been gone for five hours fuck my head still spinning fuck the hotel up shit she probably still in it getting rest that I be missing but fuck it I'm on a mission flight delayed like 30 minutes now that's the shit that I hate now it's 8.30, I'm officially late for the 8 o'clock spot. I know the program director hot, but I spit a freestyle that's so cold that everybody in that bitch forgot. Now I'm running late for a sound check, and I heard the lines already to the lot. Walking out the station, and that's around the time that I got stopped by this shorty trying to rhyme. Manager said, we ain't got time, but time to time, you got to make time when it's time for karma to come back around. I said, hey, dog, what you got? All dog, big Sean, thanks a lot. Um... Stay young, renegade, man, they been afraid Trying to follow me, get animes Leave you minimate um, I'm like the young black Eminem Mixed with Ritalin And I'm rapping that Michigan Trying to stack my dividends Give my mama a new crib and him And a bunch of synonyms About how he was living And I even let him finish it I mean, I can't lie, he was alright And that is A shit, so was I So I give him my email on the fly And if it sounds good, I reply, uh. First of all, that's one of my favorite songs by him. Such you put me on. I, I would say that. I was. I would say. I would say you put me on. That was a great song. I great know, song, bro. Like you feel it though. Mm, I felt that, John. You feel it though. Like seeing something that you can't touch. Mm-hmm. Success. And it's just like you gotta have faith. Mm-hmm. You, I, and I feel as though like I played that song because I definitely I know I introduced you to that song. But I know that we interpret it in two different things because you want something different from me. Mm-hmm. And I know that the audience wants something different from us. Right. So nothing is stopping us from mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? But ourselves. Right. So we definitely got to stick with the plan. I think that this episode was dope. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, basically, I think we encourage 
our audience that it's definitely some type of thing called healthy selfishness mm-hmm. you know and it's definitely a balance so um I definitely want to end the show on that. <laughs> Yo, I think uh, that this I, is hey, a wait, wait, wait. I definitely see flaunting the. Oh yeah, know. oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Carlos and Emily got me this for my twenty uh, second birthday. Yeah, this John, this John. We ain't gonna take this credit right here, You like that? I like no, that this on you. Though. I like this. I like that on you though. Yes, this John. Right. <laughs> um, but I definitely want to. Um, you want to shout anybody out or first of all, first of all, shout out to let me tell you. Shout out to my baby girl. Yes, sir. Shout out to my family. Shout out to you guys, Emily and Carlos. Thank you guys for Thank being you. here. Appreciate appreciate you both. Always, hey man. I just definitely want to make a toast. Toast for your future. Toast to the things that you've been through and that made you who you are. Toast to your family. Toast to Sasha. Toast mm-hmm. to Anybody that love you, and if they don't love you, I'm gonna be honest with you. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm about to say the same shit. Fuck them. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. Hey, toast. Toast, toast to, to you, bro. Brother. Toast to your family. Love.